Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Nope, no time for that intro lads, we're back off to sea. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Autopia, episode 39, The Things We Do for Family. And with that, welcome back to Dungeons and Junkies, yeah, people and all. I am Alex, and I will be DMing tonight as we adventure back into Tales of Vortovia. But before we get a recap of last time, let's go around the table and introduce everyone. Let's start with the yeah themselves. Carrie. How dare you, Pirate of Light? But yes, hello, this Ren. Who is Carrie you are talking about? Ren is null, and Ren is fighter and barbarian and very tall. No one told them except Beep. Beep very tall. Yes. At seven feet tall, Ran is pretty gargantuan compared to the next person who I'm going to call out, and that's Matt, both in real life and in Tales of Autovia. You're pretty <laughs> short, but tell us a bit about your character. Just record five for eight is an average height, Alec, just saying. Okay, and... Uh... But my character I'm playing is well above average. Um, I'm playing Captain Retos Cobble of the good ship Freedom Phoenix. He is a halfling rogue pirate slash fighter slash bard. R indeed. Well, I mean, according to Lauren, from what she told Ran, I don't think he's very average. Yes, Ran is learning many science facts. Ran is not sure if uh, Ran was happier not knowing some of them. Entire show, we just comfortable with it being shared. I was brutally honest. <laughs> and there's a joke to be made there even, even a plane looks small when it's being flown to the Grand Canyon. Oh, <laughs> oh you bitch. Right. Uh, you both can have inspiration for this session as it's not a normal session because if you've noticed, Caitlin and Chad aren't here. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties on Chad's end, so we're running a slightly different session today where we only need Ran and, Ran and Reed, but let's begin. Obviously, in the last session, we um, had an interesting confrontation. As it turns out, the king was a dragon. As it turns out, the king was a dragon who very quickly who very quickly turned aggressive on them after Eli casted Eldritch Blast on him. And thus he revealed his true form, and the party started to run. But we're seeing how they couldn't outrun him. They turned on the offensive and tried to beat him. At some point in the fight, when things were starting to look hairy, he seemed... The dragon seemed distracted for a moment before turning his attention to the sky and taking off. As he announced, 
he is off to Unork. Holding on for dear life, Picasso tried to interrogate the information out of the dragon by punching him while they flew along in the sky. Picasso, unfortunately, was intervened by Eli's patron, who, with the spell Dominate Person, had Picasso leave the dragon be, and the crew managed to reconvene, and the truth was revealed to everyone about Eli's patron, Avius, who, with the cult's help, is planning to be resurrected into the world of Autolvia, who plans to shape the world in his own image at the cost of most of its inhabitants. Eli, in the meantime, decided they needed some time to themselves to think about this. Picasso is is in such a state of panic that he's ended up locking himself in Ran and Bib's quarters. So unfortunately, Ran has currently lost her quarters. So last time we leave off, left off, it's approximately about 8am. The sun's just peaking the um, seafront. The day crew are starting to take over from what the night crew was setting up. And it's a pretty dreary morning. It's a little, little humid, a little sweaty just a light shower coming in as the main thunderstorm caused by the dragon has stopped. Ran and Reed, what are you two currently up to? Because last time I remember, Reed was in his cabin drinking. But I don't know what Ran was up to, because she was helping Picasso move furniture, but that was before he sort of went into decline and locked himself in your room. Ran's probably sat with her head kind of chin resting on like the um side of the boat staring at you look out to see it's surprisingly peaceful at the moment despite everything that's going on just looking out watching the sun the sun rise over a peaceful morning it's surprisingly nice eases your mind a bit Reed, and what is Reed up to? Uh, it's been a, c- a couple of hours since um, Reed was in his cabin, so Reed will, because dawn is approaching, um, Reed's um, just like walking around the deck. He's got, he actually got a bottle of uh, bottle of rum in his hands. He's just like, even there again, he'll just like take a, a hard slug of it. Just like because like it's it's been a rough period of time for the whole crew. And Reed will be waiting walk along the deck and uh, he will see Ran. And Ran Ran, are you uh you okay? And does that dog thing that they kind of seem to break every bone in their neck to look over their shoulder and she puts her ears back and she just stares you down for a minute okay it's maybe stretching it a bit and she'll turn back and go her chin back on the side of the boat while she looks out as the sun rises over a grateful universe anything 
I can do the help. I can listen. Ran. I know I keep comparing Ran to a dog, but she does the sort of sigh that dogs do when you're clearly getting on their last nerve. They just go. (laughs) 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 I know exactly what you mean. I've seen Cody do it a lot myself. Yeah, that's what that dogs do sometimes when you call them like, go, easy, or whatever your dog's called, and they just go. Yes. Make it so. None of whatever all these bullshit is is happening. Those are only things that would make better. I'm so sorry, Ren. You are. An amazing, amazing note. You really are. You... You've been through more than most of us. I mean, I may be the oldest one here, but at the same time, you've probably had the most crap thrown at you. And that's not fair. It's really not fair. Well, as you say, these things Rand's just kind of been hunching up more and more and more. Her ears went back more. She's just curled up. It's like she's trying to protect herself from your words in a way. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm saying you, Rand. I'm not, I'm not mean to you, I'm sorry. I want you to know that I'll do anything I can to make the problems go away. You're not just a member of his crew to me. You're my friend. Ren is not even a member of crew. Yes, you are. Ren is not even allowed to express how Ren is feeling in case it upsets others. Please do so now. If anyone has a problem with it, I will deal with them. No, Ryan has always had the choice. Ryan has never had choices. You have full choice. If you if if you felt otherwise, and like I apologise for that. It's never had choice. What part is so hard for people to understand in? You want choice? Yes. And she slams her paw down on the side of the ship. Ren has never had a choice. Ren was trying to express how Ren was feeling, but it's like, oh no, shut up, Ren, you may upset me. So, you know, Ren is always treated like gimmick. Like, no, little puppy dog, we must give many pats on head. But Ren is not a puppy dog. Ren is nearly adult in Ren culture. Ren is seeing more shit than any of you seen in your lifetime. Have you seen your people murdered in Japan and burned alive because you are deemed no longer worthy of work? No. Have you seen baby versions of yourself being beaten to death for being born with tiniest of deformities? No. <laughs> Why? Why can nobody understand that Ren is not just gimmick? What is so hard? And that is why Ren is only 
staying with Picasso. Picasso treating around like, you know, actual living being, not a giant puppy dog. Run. By this point, has pulled herself up to her full seven feet in height. And she's probably yelling, regardless of who else might be around. Reed's now like, craning his neck back to look up at Ran and like, Ran, if anybody knows how you feel right now, it's me. Go on. Do you remember when- to Ran how you know how Ran is feeling. The halflings were, were sold into slavery as well. But halflings is allowed to wander the streets. You notice how wherever Ran goes, People are looking at Ren. Like Ren is abomination, not meant to be existing. That's not fair on you. Or any no. No, no, it's not, but it still happens. This is why Ren is not me- interested in dick measuring contest over who is having most suffering. I'm not. Ren just wants her voice heard. That is all. Your voice is heard. And. And it always will be by me. I am uh, so sorry. If we are being honest, nobody is doing a good job of listening to Ryan. But he's fine. But Ryan is understand. You see, when Picasso is no longer needing Ryan, Ryan will go. Problem solved. And he's looking like a tiny soon. Where will you go? Mm. Not sure. East, west, become somebody else's forward. Doesn't really matter anymore. Don't, do not degrade yourself like that, Ran. I, Ran is just saving others in trouble. I don't think of you that way. Please don't feel, please don't think like that, Ran. And probably slowly put herself back on all fours, but even then, she still towers over Reed. Knows he's not having a good place in this world. Maybe we did once, but now, that time is not now. One day soon, Picasso will not be meeting her. But it's okay. Ren is prepared for this. Ren has already started packing. Ren cannot get to things at the moment, which is annoying. But Ren will go. He's, he's best with it. Maybe Ren will see Quentin. He tells Ren what to do. Man, I can't. For obvious reasons, I won't stand in your way if you wish to leave. But I don't want you to leave. I like you too much. No, Ryan is wishing Ryan knew that long time. If I haven't expressed that properly, then that's on me. 
and it's on everybody else for not saying the same thing if they felt that way. No, no, it's not. It's not on you. It's not your fault. Everyone else is having their own life. Ryan is not needing very short every five minutes. All Ryan is want is to say her piece. Ryan has long accepted that this is not place for Ryan. Ryan has been doubting many times whether Ryan was making a mistake in the plantation in the first place. But if Ryan tries to say anything, oh no, Ryan must be quiet. It's funny. Sometimes Ryan is almost prefer plantation. Listen, Ryan is allowed to talk. Small tear formed in Reed's eye. Reader. Holds his uh, looks at his bottle and then takes a top off. Want some? And take a big swig, which honestly probably takes most of the bottle. I imagine it's a halfling-sized bottle, and Ran is still a null. Yeah, she's like over twice Reed's height. Mm, spicy juice. I'll get a few things with my barrel in a little while. Um, but it's not a solution to making you feel better, and sometimes it makes you feel worse, as you probably have experienced with your occasional um, dabbles with with liquor, Ran. Um, I, as far as I'm concerned, as captain of his ship, Anytime you want to speak, your voice will be heard. And if it is not, tell me, and I shall deal with them. They'll be put in the brig for disobeying my first officer. Then why was Ran not allowed to speak when he was with the governor? I didn't get a chance to speak either, Ran. I, uh... I have to speak with a lie about that one. When Ran tried to speak, Ran was told. Ran was told what to think. And that was maybe feeling like final straw for Ran. Ran has long been feeling like this no place for Ran. Because for a long time, Maybe even Picasso doing it. Pretty around like gimmick, like big puppy dog who just needs scratches on the head and everything will be better. Even way back when, from the beginning. Even when Oran was learning to be doctor and diagnosing with smelling. Ran still has her doctorate pinned next to her bed. So as far as she's concerned, she is a certified doctor still. With Canada part longer term. But you know, now Ren is just going around in circles. Ren, you can... I'm... I wish I'd come to you back. I wish I'd spoken to you about this sooner. I am... Um... 
I feel terrible for you. Don't. Everyone has their own things going on. Ron just gave up trying to speak after a while. It seemed pointless. It's not pointless. You are, no matter what other people have implied, you are a member of his crew. You are a member to me, your family. I haven't got much left now. Whether or not you feel the same way or not is up to you. And I would be sad to see you go. But I also do hear what you're saying. Bran was not always wanting to go. It was just when Bran was thinking maybe this best path. Think of the good you've done. Always knows you saved? Yes, you did. Bran was nearly a country Knows is still suffering, Knows is still the lowest class of citizens. Not to me. Yes, but that is because Brig is having education and living with Nod. Our first is still thinking Nod is stupid, slithering beasts who is only good for work. Anytime we change their point of view. You see, Nod is not even speaking the language that Orion is speaking. Rose is considered unintelligent and stupid and having less brain cells than we have toes. Nose is not speaking common. Nose is not reading or writing or even seeing colors like Ryan can. Ryan doesn't know why Ryan can do all these things. So maybe Ryan thought, ah, perhaps Ryan is having destiny to do things, to get better, to save nose. But, oh. Brian is just getting too big for her boots that she is not wearing. Brian, in my personal opinion, we're just getting started. <sighs> Look, shall we? We've got some time before we dock, before we cast off. Let's go get something to eat, something, okay? And... Okay. Read okay to walk after much drink. Yes, I, I'm I'm okay to walk. Thank you. Thank you, Ren. Reed will uh, tip his bottle upside down, see if nothing gets in it, and then just toss it to the side as he as he, as he follows Ren. I think that's one of the first times Ren's ever called Reed by his name to his face. It didn't go unnoticed to Reed. He got a big smile on his face. And just keeps walking on all fours. She does that a lot these days. So you're off to get something to eat? Yes. 
it, 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 the way everything has gone this past 24 hours you've been you've both been awake for so long the the need for sleep has just passed at this point and you start making your way through the city uh, just both maybe you can either roll me separate investigation checks or one of you can roll with advantage up to you to do an each that's a fun money well oh no <laughs> oh no one character sheet <laughs> one plus three is four and Kerry rolls Harlan's investigation <laughs> That's a 36 and a half. Plus 12. Okay, yeah, if I was rolling Harlan, that would be a 29. (laughs) Because I'm rolling Rand, that's a 16. What what Reed got? (laughs) What what did Reed get? 1 plus 3 is 4. Yeah. You're... As you start to walk down the docks... Read you just sort of are lost in your own thoughts, watching Ran as you walk behind her before push you walk straight into a barrel on the dockyard. Ah! Ran does that awkward lean and round thing, gently picks up Reed by the scruff and carries them along. <laughs> oh. uh, you, you take one point of bludgeoning, Reed. One point, okay. As you feel like you're as you know, it just bleeds it ever so slightly. And Rand's still carrying him along with the scruff. <laughs> He's one of the few people take... who's small enough for Rand to do that. It, it takes about half an hour to find somewhere. Before you find somewhere called. I've got four ridiculous names, Kerry. Roll me the dice, we'll see which one we use. D4? Yeah. I'll make EJX dice because EJX is coming up, boys. One. We're going with the worst name then. Um, you. It, nothing appears to be open this early in the morning until you find a small dark with the spit and swallow. <laughs> but. You can see Cadillac and some mild chatter from the inside. And still with like the scruff of Reed's jacket in her mouth. What is spitting swallow? <laughs> um I, I I'm not entirely sure how to phrase this one to you, Ram. This is one of the things where you're gonna need to ask Lauren for some opinions. Ah, which means it's either to do with small ones and or sexual. Yeah, very fashionable. Ah. Strange. I don't understand non-null anatomy. Can you... Let me down now, please. Run with that down. God, you two are so dirty-minded. All I was talking about was chewing gum. There you are. <laughs> there you are, Alex. Yeah, you... <laughs> Although, why you went there in the first place is beyond me. The straight man went there. Go figure. I mean... I had a list of four really terrible names, and I oh. just thought one was the worst, four was the least worst, and Kerry got a one. Go on, read us up free. Hey, go on. This will be good outtake content. Yeah, so you, you sit Reed down and make your way in. Um, as you do, the um, 
So in in the north, in the south, where obviously where the alliance is mainly set, so you used to like the full English style breakfast. But over here, you get the smell of um, like full American breakfast with pancakes, syrup, egg and bacon. It, 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 it's not, it doesn't smell like a cheap breakfast at home in here, but it smells like a good breakfast anyway. And puts a wriggle sniffer to the air. Why is there a cake for breakfast? Cake is not breakfast food. Another food is this um, this particular kind of cake, you make it make it in like a skillet, and um, you flip it halfway through, and it's uh, it's very flat, and then you put uh, liquid sugar over it. Then it must not be good cake if it's flat. What I was always leading to understand: good cake is big. Yes. But this is a very this is a special kind of cake which is, which is supposed to be flat. If a big cake turns out flat, that's bad. But if this cake turns out big, then that's bad. That's why it's called a pancake. It's flat. I understand. Let's try some. Ryan goes up to the counter and puts her chin on it. Yes, hello. Ryan would like some of your not bad flat cake. Pancakes, please, my good sir. Yep, no problem. That will set you back. Uh, gold piece for the two. We'll call okay. it gold piece for the breakfast. He picks it up, gives it a bite, tries to find the counter. Uh, pick a table. I'll bring it over in a couple minutes. Okay. Bacon I... and eggs. Uh, how do you know? Absolutely, eggs and eggs and bacon. And if you if you got some, I'll have some uh, some toast some some toasted uh, some toasted bread as well, please. Thank you, sir. Uh, we only do fried bread here, I'm afraid. I'll do. Absolutely. Fried bread, fried egg sandwich. Yes. Just a heart attack waiting to happen. Uh, Reed will um Reed will flick um electric gold piece in addition to what Bill is in the way of the uh in the way of the guy behind the counter. Thanks, sir. Ah. May Ren also be having some cow juice, please. Sure, we can arrange that. I'll bring out with your meals. And two coffees, please. Thank you. I want to be around. I want to be around caffeine. Yeah, with <laughs> that, he heads through the back door into the kitchen. Even you guys at the find, counter. Brad will find a seat. Okay. Is, it, is it like bench seating? Yeah, it's good. This, you can tell this place is like just about makes ends meet, really. So, it's pretty basic in here. Is the furniture capable of withstanding like a 300 pound, 7 foot tall knoll sitting on it? He's on it and you feel it creak in bed slightly, but it doesn't seem to snap. Hmm. We'd hop into a, into a chair opposite. Rand's trying to remember the last time she actually was just with Reed, and she can't think of any time. Because <laughs> last time she ate food with Reed, Gasser was also here and we were eating like shark fin soup type stuff. Oh, I missed that. That that was such a simple episode. <laughs> soup and sausage rolls. 
Yeah, it was dolphin soup, I remember, because there was a shark serving it and he called it shark fin soup, but oh, it was yeah, actually yeah. dolphin. Because dolphins Shame. are assholes. Shameless plug of my brother's episodes. If you haven't listened to that one, why are you listening to this one? You're listening to the yes. out of order. You don't know. And you can't change my mind, dolphins are assholes. They are. Just a few minutes of awkward silence ran staring dead at you, Reed, to try and work out what was the last time it was just you two about. Um, a couple of minutes later, um, the the guy brings out um, a stack of about six pancakes, two eggs, three slices of bacon, and a large, large like 500 mil tankard of milk. Same for Reed, but with like two 200 tankards of coffee. Enjoy. Uh, black coffee, by the way, Reed, because they don't. That you wouldn't get milk here, so it's black coffee. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Reed pushes one of the mugs of coffee towards Ran. This is uh, good for getting energy. And sniffs it suspiciously. It smells strong. It's weird. It smells strong, but it smells like roasty and nutty as well. Hmm. Ran side eyes. But I'm not drinking it. Instead, she starts to drink the milk. She holds the glass between um, her paws and just goes... <laughs> laugh it all night. <laughs> just yeah. like, flecks of milk going everywhere. This is straight up, straight up dog drinking is you get splattered with a couple of splats of milk and saliva, Reed. It's all caught in her dog mus- her null moustache. You, um... You see Reed occasionally like try and duck down to like avoid the in- the oncoming storm, which is which is milk a milk tsunami, so far as Reed's concerned. Um he um he does smile as he uh, begins sipping his coffee though. Uh, the only thing I come close to this for energy levels is um oh what's that drink I had back in the that time? Um uh, Rouge Cow. Rouge cow, yes. I want something to try a rouge cow, but everyone say no. If you want to try some next time we get some, I'll let you. That's just a gentle. Rand's tail, I think. Rand's tail betrays her emotions all the time. We start tucking into his breakfast and then says to Rand, you know. Anytime you want to, I would be more than happy to uh, give you a bit of extra firearm training, you know. Never hurt to have it in the, in the, in the, in the bank, as it were. What are you having gun? What are you not doing as much, though? Hmm. Well, and Reed shows off his shotgun and his pistols he's got on him. So, well, I'd be more than happy to give you a bit of, bit of training. If you ever need it, um, happy to. You haven't got to, but it's all good. Also, can I say again how sorry I am every time I make fire happen with my magic? I know you're not big on fire. It's not too bad. When um, Raven was not seeing color, all fire was well grey. Oran is not entirely sure what colour fire is. Oran is seeing fire that is blue, 
Fire that is red. Fire that is green. What color is fire? Traditionally, um, like a like a yellowy and it it's like a yellowy orange color, and then it can go to it can go to red. It all depends on what's fueling it. I know it sounds I know it sounds like a cop out answer, but it, it does change based on what is fueling it. I mean, if it's burning really hot, it will actually be burning white as well, just to make things even. Basically, the brighter the colour, the hotter the flame. Aaron has another question. Go on. Pointing in the direction of Reed's pistol. Why is Reed always open fire rather than ask questions? Well, I, I wouldn't, I'd be remiss if I was like, I don't know if you've heard the ballad of Wild Wild West. Um, it's a case of shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't have the uh, ability to, well, shoot second. LDMO. Would Ran have heard the ballad of Wild Wild West? <laughs> yes, you are, no. See, Ran is here. That's who probably told you about this. Also, mental image of pre sad Picasso telling really these really cool stories that he learned from somewhere. And Ran tell more stories. Yes, Picasso is teaching Ran about Wild Wild West. Is, um, apparently people is wearing hats with many liters in them. Uh, yes, apparently so, yes, apparently so. Uh, my hat's not quite as big as that, obviously, but... And hat and boots with, uh, spikies in the back. I need to get something like that for my boots. My boots are nice, don't get me wrong, but then they make me travel great distances now, but they, uh, they haven't got the little, um, the little spikes on the back, no. Ren's not wearing boots, but Ren is liking idea of having spikes in feet. I'll speak to the boatswain boys and get back to the ship. Maybe they can knock you up maybe some like some leg wraps with them on the back so you can like so you can so you can have that. Oh god, no with spurs coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I I does not look impressed. Yeah, the reason why I fire first is because sometimes you don't get a chance having after questions to then fire. I'd rather shoot someone, and then when they can't respond to you, uh, then ask a question or two. But if they are not being able to answer question, how would you get answer? Yeah, they're the to the plan. I would stuff it in. The thought of plan, I would deny, for sure. Um, although there is a spell which I believe Quinton might know, which I haven't learned, which is um, speak with dead. So maybe at some point in the future I'll learn it so I can actually have that floor taken away. And side eyes you. It's a fierce side eye. You almost take psychic damage from it. Oh, 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 love it. I'm. What? Isn't dead meant to be staying dead? Sometimes not. There are certain. There are people in this. There are people in the world who are 
They're called necromancers. Ne and necromancer? Yes, um, they they are they are magical people who specialize in preservating the dead. Yeah, Ren's not sure. Ren is trusting these necromancers. Oh, you can't trust them. You can't trust them at all. Ren shivers and fluffs up her fur, then tries to disguise her like shiver by stuffing another pancake in her mouth. Love it. <laughs> Nom. Drinks the ketchup for Zemi on the table. <laughs> likes ketchup. It's, it's a bit off-brand. It's, it's, off it's called, um... Pines. Hmm. <laughs> it's called Pines. It's not like the, um... Brands known as Heinz, which is quite nice in Autovia. Pines is. I don't know, it, it doesn't quite taste like. It doesn't taste like rotten fish. It kind of tastes like tomato. Mm. Pines, you can repaint the wood. <laughs> Spits it back in yeah. the container and puts it back casually. <laughs> yeah, salty fish guts is so much better than the toma this tomato version. Is there any mustard? Uh, no, but there's Bustard. Eh, Ram will try the Bustard instead. <laughs> and the Bustard... Um... Tastes... Make me a con save. What's with the plus 9.23? Yeah, you're fine. It was like 10. <laughs> As it touches your tongue, you taste chocolate. Mm -mm. Ram is liking this Bustard. Why do all places not have these nice drinks on the table? Uh, <laughs> Rand, those aren't for drinking. Then why are they here? Therefore, adding little bits to, to your food to enhance the flavour of what you're eating. Small quantities. Otherwise, that's going to make you... You know when I've had a lot to drink and I vomit out of my front and my back at the same time. Ah, yes. When you are going <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and all the brown can smell for this shit. Yes, that. Well, that is what that will do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Run uh, squirrels the rest <laughs> of the <world. laughs> See, Ran is chaotic even without Picasso. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, there's no Picasso here to stop her. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Picasso would be encouraging her. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Picasso he specifically could stop Ran, maybe, but we can't, he can't. Ran, as you are allergic to chocolate, this is going to have some side effects later on. Ran shits all over the deck. <laughs> Yeah, this the food's pretty great. You don't you suddenly feel your tumble tummy. I was gonna say tumble rummy a bit. You suddenly <laughs> feel your tummy rumble a bit, but the tumble rumble. You feel fine after that. Bre the breakfast is pretty average, but for um for a gold piece for two breakfasts, you can't complain. It's not as cheap as as readers. Is Ran gonna drink the coffee or? 
is Rango yeah. needs a coffee. And I'll drink a coffee. Uh, yeah, let's call that a con check as well. No, no modifiers, just a regular constitution check. Sorry, what's Rango doing? Uh, constitution check. Uh, no mod, no, not a saving throw, just a regular check. Uh, I should have passed time. It's a seventeen, all in. Drink it, and then it hits you like um, the 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 kid with the with the ugly ass haircut in um, blues. Like, oh, what was the monster house thing? And like, it was an adoption home for monsters, and. Blue's friend eats all the sugar. Yeah, it, you you basically have a sugar high on coffee. That's where it sticks out an end. <laughs> Randy just <laughs> goes straight up. Reed smiles slowly. People dilate like that. <laughs> How you feeling, Ren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ren is uh, Ren is Ren is pretty good right now. Fair Jeff is like, oh, sip, sip. <laughs> so, back in a room and get more Barkeep, more coffee. Coffee's Brown, over there, like self service. Oh, self service. Ran over there, help yourself. Ran grabs one of the pots and comes back with it. See <laughs> <laughs> Sipping from the pot, love it. Absolutely brilliant. See, this is Ren size cup. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reed, can you make me a perception check? Oh god, this is been so funny. I love this. Perception coming your way, good man. Uh, that is a fourteen. 14. Um, as you pour your, pour your coffee and look over to the side of the table as you sit it down, um, you notice a halfling, kind of miserable looking, sat about four tables over to the left near the front door, head up, just looking kind of bummed out. And it takes you a second but you're pretty sure that's Lana, one of the halflings you did the heist with back in that tiny little town. Just sat there staring at a coffee, you know. Reed will hop down from his, from his, from his stool, leaving Rand to continue drinking the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the spicy bean water. Sip, 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 and wander across and like Lana. Ray, do I do I know you? Last time you saw me, I looked like a goblin. She going to attack you? Oh, I uh, know she won't attack you. She like holds up her hand. To Eldritch Blast you, but then puts it back down. And I'm, I'm sorry, what is your name again? 
Toss Cobble. Reed Toss Cobble. Captain of the good ship Freedom Phoenix. What do you want? I saw you on your own looking a bit sad. I've just been keeping company for a minute while my uh, companion over there is uh, discovering coffee for the first time. I'm just letting him have a bit of experience before I uh, take back to the ship. Um, what are you doing here? Um, me and Esme stopped here to hunker down and wait out the um, wanted level. But it turns out that diamond we stole was a fake. Diamond? Turns out that ruby we stole was a fake. And one thing led to another. They tracked us down and Esme's been executed this afternoon. We can't let that happen. No, I know, but... I mean, she's in... She's been over in county prison. What do you expect we're gonna do? You in there. Get her out. She, like, looks around to make sure no one's listening. Um, is... The... So the Nulls with you? Nulls are my best friends. Yes. So is she with it's... us on this, is she? Disrespect my my friend, and I will gut you where you stand. Nothing against her, but noted. Good. And I will ask if she wishes to join. I'm not going to play with me now. I could do, but I won't do. <clears throat> now come with me. Um, hold on, before before we continue. While this conversation is happening, um, Ran, make me a perception check. Guess this isn't a wiggle sniffer check. Mm, no, it's fairly close by. So it's only a low DC anyway. 12 plus 9. 21. It's quite higher than a 5. Um, yeah, so as you like look down to grab your drink um sat between your legs staring right up at you is a hyena as you do that the hyena's eye the hyena's eyes the hyena's ears also shoot up Answers in null. Hello. It just tilts its head to the side, and you just hear a thumping as its tail as its tail starts wagging. It's tapping the um, tabletop. No, all the little plates on top are jumping. <laughs> Smash! As one of the plates falls off, and you just hear a sigh from the kitchen with your impressive ears. Why, again, and not why are you under the table? At this point, Reed, as you're heading back, you just suddenly see this hyena <laughs> jump out from underneath the table and jump onto the table, walk across, and start licking around. 
Hey. Oh. Reed, as he approaches, he'll be like, checking that um, Lana is following, and then we'll look, and then sits around. Um, friend of yours? Search about for friend is never meeting this Kina before. Mm. Then turns back to <laughs> switches back to Noel turns back to Vaina. Because I've always imagined that Noel ran to speak full and complete sentences. You know, she's common as not her first language. She's still technically yeah, a child. Okay, so I'm not sure where you actually came from, but that is Reed. Not sure who that is. Never seen her before in my life. What is your name? Just like he just looks back at you and then sneezes. Very good. I'm becoming a scout until I find a better way. Then ties back to Reed. He's this scout. Warren is not sure where a scout is coming from, but he's your he friend. Nice. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, this is Lana. She was one of the team. He was helping me take on a little job when we were dark before you guys went shopping and put me in a sack. Yes, well, you were disrespecting Ghost. And it was easier to put you in sack. Hmm. I guess I deserve that one. Do not attack my bird. I will not attack your bird. I would be. I would. Uh, I wasn't aware it was at the time. Now I do know. It's a wonderful bird, and um, yeah, uh, Lana um, has said that um, one of the team who was with her, with us on that mission is going to be killed this afternoon. Um, she, uh, she's important. Um, Rand, can I ask for your help in trying to help save her? Rand tilts her head. She is important to Rick? I think so, yes. Is she a, a family? I believe so, yes. Okay, alright. Also, Scout will maybe do. Scout will do a good job. Scout just makes a little <laughs> whining noise and looks between you and Reed. Uh, Lana first looks confused as fuck does there's only a hyena in here and then she hasn't taken her eyes off at Reed when he's when he's brought up the fact that Esme might be family oh Ren understands yes Esme is bro like Ren and Picasso is bro uh, very similar yes very similar Yes, Ryan understand. Okay, now we go. 
one last so, sip of the coffee. So, would you be willing to give me some help? Run gently, um, nudges Scout with her head, like the way that dogs do. With that, with a small hyena giggle, he leaps off of the table and trots over to the front door. Lana just sort of goes from staring at you in disbelief to staring at this hyena that seemingly appeared out of thin air in disbelief, before shaking her, before late shaking herself back to reality. Right. Okay, let's talk outside. I'll go over the details with you. I think I haven't actually arranged any. She'll um, she'll jump down, start to head to the front door, and then sort of stop when she realizes Scout's just staring at her. Oh, this Scout, uh, he is not biting. Ran think Ran's not sure. Ran has never met him. Also, Ran is Ran. Ran is good at introductions. If Hi, Ran. Ran. My first officer. Oh, Rand, pleasure. pleasure to meet you, Rand. Is this um, three-foot-tall halfling, quite similar looking to Reed, but like slightly paler, blue eyes, brown hair. So slightly, like an inch or so shorter than Reed. She has um, <laughs> quite nice silver jewelry, some black clothing, and some like quite nice tattoos going down her arms. Pleasure me, I'm Lana. Handle your handshake between two toes. She's very gentle. Rand's learned the hard way not to shake people's arms vigorously, especially if they're less than half your size. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, two foot eleven inches. She's pretty short. Yeah. So we head out. Can one of you get the door? Because I don't know if he's going to bite. Ram the door open above everyone's heads. With, the, with that, he trots outside. And um, before we continue, Ram, this is your mini boon that you get just before the finale. You, your mini boon is a hyena, a hyena familiar, but. That he has a few perks on top of a normal familiar. Um, for one, he doesn't despawn in an anti-magic field, so he is around for as long as you need him. Um, obviously, he can't carry spells for you because you're not a caster. The, the, the two other perks he has over a regular um, familiar is he can't die. His AC is zero, but he has infinite health. So regardless of where he's hit or not, he can't die. He does very little damage, but he does his best. But that's the main that's the main like thing to take with him is the fact that he can't actually die. Love him already. But yeah. As you swing open the door with like with like a full-on horse trotting his stride, um, Scout trots out the front door. Ryan will hold the door in front of the half links. Thank you. 
read rules. What is the title that you are giving Gorana to me? First officer, well, when I lie, if I lie, come back onto a ship, she will be, but she will not be the uh, first officer. You are now first officer, Ren. Ren does not do with having to break this to ally. No, just be prepared to, you know, patch up any wounds that she may inflict upon me because of that. Holds yes. up, finger missing. Ren thought that was entirely unnecessary and cruel and pointless. A bit like slave owners, really. It was pointless cruelty because of temper tantrum. Like, isn't isn't everyone supposed to be trying to keep emotions in check? Not cutting up fingers because why wow, me angry? Not to cut up fingers, go cut off on fingers. Too fair, she thought that I had basically killed her her, her um, girlfriend. How would you? I, I, I can see her point of view. Ren can, but also Ren cannot. Cutting a finger is still irrational. Because instead of finding out if you had actually killed, she's just like, well, I inflict punishment anyway. And when it turns out Lauren is not dead, it's like, nah, you probably deserve it anyway. Ren, this is why you're the first officer, because you speak sense. If it's what happened when you allow Baran to speak to. But anyway, let's go. Should we have read a nudge with our nut for sleep knife? Imagine the image of Ran trying to teach Reed to roll a skate and it completely out of nowhere. I should give him a nudge out before he do leave the bar and into the um, alley of the spit and swallow. Um, I can't say about a straight face. I'm eating. DMing. Um, yeah, so as you guys end up on the outside, um, Lana takes a look around to make sure no one's listening. And after just a quick investigation, uh, she turns back around to. I was going to say the two of you, but there's obviously three of you now. Right. Okay, so. Um, we came here to lay low, and it turns out that the ruby that we saw was a fake. The um, the nobleman and his assistant, that um, elven wizard, they tracked us down here, and we were, well, they were going to arrest us, but Esme managed to cause a diversion so I could get away. I've been trying to think of how I can break her out, but... The um, the Novran State Prison is pretty well guarded. Okay, so have we got any inns, like general, or can't get close enough to check, unfortunately. So I have no clue. Okay, she's gonna be executed today. When is she being executed? I have no idea. Do you know what time they do executions? They said the afternoon, but I don't know what time they they consider the afternoon in Navy laws. Would I know, dear? I'm going to say no, because 
you haven't really spent much time in in the north because yeah the um compared to the compared to the south the north is quite strict the politics in other laws mm. so you're not entirely sure when but you know it you know if someone's getting executed up here it's not a warning it is a definite so we um we probably do a bit of recce um let's um go and see um where the entrances are if how high the windows are things like that we need a way to get in for sure uh you should also see if there is maybe is it a public execution or otherwise it's public we can probably get in there no problem but if it's private no, it's It'll private. Be... Okay, private. Okay. Okay. The FA, the f first things first, we define execution grounds and we define Edmay's cell. And it's all done in the state prison, from what I gather, so I can show you the way there. Mm. And then the four of us can try and work out something. I mean, I was just going to go in loud and smashy, but if the stealth approach is optional, then. Now, especially is great, but we've we've run the risk of a bringing the law down on us ourselves, and two, no, b. Um, we've also got a ship full of people. We don't want to put it in harm's way because yes, the ship could take them on, but that's a bloodbath. I don't want to put my crew through. So. If we could do a stealthy approach, we'll do that. Gun blazing is a last resort. So, let's walk and talk, shall we? Follow me. We will follow. Lana will, Lana will show you in the direction of... Well, the prisoners, it takes about... It takes about 20 minutes to get there from this point of the town. You can tell the sun. It's a bit concerning because the sun is starting to peak up and you're too far away from the docks to see whether the ship is still there or not because you did tell them to leave at dawn. So maybe they're still there, maybe they're not. But... It takes about half an hour to get, 20 minutes, half hour to get there. For you come face to face, just about 200 feet down the road, a large, like, a large prison with a um, bit, it's a bit like a dungeon, dungeon style prison that um, you broke into in the very first episode. A little bit bigger, with a um, 12-foot wall around the front of it, barbed mm. wire right at the top. What do you want to do? To be continued. This podcast was brought to you by me, Alex, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Mass Attack Productions. 